Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Hey, Ken's back on video. Bring it up, Jake. for the last segment so listen all's well that ends well and we're like right on track with where we wanted to be as a show talking the final game in week 16 and we got a couple more to talk about on Wednesday after Monday Night Football tonight but uh we'll talk about next Monday night's game Christmas night with the Ravens and the Niners here in just a second we'll get to all our bets throughout the course of the show for the rest of the show throughout the course of this hour as well hockey NBA and then our thoughts on Monday Night Football. But Ken, just give us a quick um, market update here, assuming you've got everything back up and running. Uh, otherwise, I can do it. With Philadelphia and Seattle. Now, Geno Smith apparently is on the field and throwing right now for Seattle. He was also on the field and throwing for Seattle last week before you know the San Francisco game. We, are, we still think that, and the betting market thinks also, that this is going to be Drew Locke and not Geno Smith. Um, but Jalen Hurts is going to start for Philadelphia. Adam Schefter has just tweeted it as well, that Hurts is going to start tonight. Where do we stand right now, side and total, Eagles and the Seahawks? So we know the Eagles were, uh, this was a really, remember we did this Sunday morning during the show, and the Hurts story gets tweeted out that he's 50-50. If the game was Sunday, he may not have played. And this market got to Eagles two and a half. Like, which just gives you an idea of kind of like the wild swings we've seen so far. And so we, th- those two and a halves get bet pretty, pretty, uh, like immediately when the, when they drop and it kind of goes back to three, three and a half. And that's kind of where we were for the most part today. And then just kind of like steady increase in Eagles um, throughout the day as it becomes more likely Hertz is going to play. And then with the announcement, like about a half hour ago, the best uh, sort of the most consent, the consensus price on this game right now, Eagles five, there are three, five and a halfs on the board now though. So I, I don't think we're done moving. Um, and it doesn't take a lot to blow through five, even on like a game day NFL point spread versus some other key numbers. Uh, I think it's possible that this could close six. Um, just need to con- continue following it, honestly. The total in the game, which I heard you allude to when I was on the phone last segment, has still not moved. 45 is the total in the market. It's the mar- it's the number everywhere. There's been no movement on it, even with the Hertz announcement. So just worth noting that as well. So to be kind of really curious, this kind of like back and forth, you know, what's 
kind of like what's our landing spot here kind of like with the tyreek hill news yesterday where our landing spot ended up being like kind of seven and a half like it got to seven and there was actual interest in in miami do we reach a point where there is a lot of interest in seattle we also have the Geno news that kind of clouds everything too gonna be really like a really fun market actually for the next couple hours yeah, can't wait to talk about it. And we will give we will start giving our analysis here like later in the hour once we have like the maximum injury information possible. Because you know, <laughs> there's a lot going on in that particular game. So our bets are coming up in a little bit. But for now, we'll finish our handicap until Wednesday here. And Ken and I are both off tomorrow. That's why we've hit every game today. For week 16 in the NFL, Jake, bring the music up. And Ken, there's a lot to hit here, obviously with the game itself. And then postseason award markets, right? And uh, most notably, most valuable player. So, the game on Christmas night, Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers hosting Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Both of these teams are 11-3. and three. And uh, Ken, I told you this during the break, but just in case people are like new audience now, Drew Densick, the whale capper, was on with us last hour. He said the over in this game is his favorite bet of the week right now. The total is 46. San Francisco is a five and a half point favorite. So Niners five and a half at home against Baltimore, just to give you an idea of how like highly the Niners are rated. Five and a half at home against the Ravens. And again, the total is 46. And I mentioned Brock Purdy is a pretty big favorite now to win most valuable player. Threw for four touchdowns in the blowout win against Arizona on Sunday. And Dak Prescott and the Cowboys obviously getting blown out by Buffalo. Brock Purdy at BetMGM, minus 200 to be MVP. Lamar Jackson, Ken, is the second choice on the market now at MGM at plus 500. So we can talk about the game. I think our audience certainly would love to hear your opinion on most valuable player and where we stand right now. So uh, let's have a conversation and talk about it. San Francisco and Baltimore, Purdy and Lamar. Yeah, well, let's do the game first, just because it's like a really important game. And what, you know, obviously what happens in the game will uh, will end up affecting a lot of award markets for sure. Uh, MVP, offensive player of the year, maybe coach of the year. I'm skeptical about both these coaches winning it, but like I, again, like this is just my opinion. Like I can be wrong. Uh, I'm, I don't vote for the awards, so I don't like have my thumb on the scale of this stuff at all. Um, just a lot of applications, honestly, uh, across a lot of stuff. I think, uh, I, do I have like a strong opinion on this? I, my opinion of the Niners, despite what some people would perceive as Brock Purdy slander most weeks, and I think I've said this a lot, actually, that I think of them as like a historically good team. And I, you know, I do a lot of work on like the traits that Super Bowl champions have. And the Niners have almost broken the scoring system for all the traits that they possess that make them a very likely Super Bowl winner. They're the best. They're the nuts. They're like as good as it gets, honestly, uh, from a Super Bowl contender standpoint. And I would be absolutely astonished if they didn't at least play in the game. Uh, in Vegas in February, and we'll see who they play from the AFC side. That would just be like my interpretation of it. So with that in mind, like I, I know like Baltimore also is rated very well, also has played well in a number of games. I actually think there's a big difference, and it has nothing to do with Baltimore, honestly. I think there's a big difference between the Niners and every other team. And the Niners in these home games are just unbeatable, honestly, in a lot of situations. I don't, I'm not saying I don't think this number is big enough, when this is the, I know why this is the number. The Ravens are also rated very well. I view these teams as having a big difference between them. And I think the Niners are very likely to win this game by margin. And I think they're very likely to win almost every game they play by margin. So like, that's how good I think they are. Uh, so I, I like them in the game. It sound, probably sounds like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because Purdy MVP is so interesting. But like, I think I've been pretty clear for a month or more now. I think this is like the most likely winner. They were in the bucket for me week three, week four, as like the two, two, three teams I wanted to win the Super Bowl. Uh, nothing's changing there now. I think the difference between the teams with the game in San Francisco uh, is bigger than this. So I just 
I'm going to ask you a question about like like market entry. Like if you like San Francisco, when to bet it, then we'll do MVP. Just my opinion. Uh, Ken and I have been talking about this off air throughout the course of the day today. Uh, I love San Francisco also, uh, especially with the point spread being like what it is now, like less than six. And and just like I, 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 un- I understand that like Baltimore has been good all season and the majority of the season played without Keaton Mitchell, like Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, the top two running backs yep. after J.K. Dobbins tears his Achilles in week one. Um, Keaton Mitchell was basically like their Devon Chan, averaging like literally eight yards per carry, expanding role every week. And like, it it sucks for the young man. Tore his ACL at the end of the game last night. You feel terrible for the young man. Also, like selfishly for people that like you have him in fantasy, like I think he was going to like win leagues for everybody. I know that pales in comparison to his health and like him getting back on the field. I get it. But just like, just to show how impactful a player he was, like this was someone that... I think was going to win fantasy leagues and maybe like help the Ravens secure like a like a top two seed in the AFC. I think he was that important. I think the Ravens lose like a like a big dimension of this offense without that home run hitter out of the backfield now along uh, along with Lamar Jackson. Um, I I really like the 49ers in the game also. Now let's start talk market entry. So Ken, you like San Francisco? You think they're very likely to win by margin? They're sitting below six right now at five and a half. Let's say this goes up to six, six and a half. Like a. Do you think that's going to happen? Or do you think we kind of hang out in this dead zone here, right? Under six. Um, and if it does go up to six, six and a half, would you still bet San Francisco? So like, when's the time to bet the Niners? And what do you think happens with this market over the course of the week? It's a great question. Totally agree with you asking it. I don't have a good feel for the answer for this question. Uh I, I keep thinking about like key injuries for both teams. Keaton Mitchell, we know already, torn ACL is after the season. Um, I, you know, Purdy gets like briefly knocked out of the game, like, you know, concussion protocol, whatever. I, I don't think there's anything there, obviously. McCaffrey gets attended to very briefly in the game too, gets retaped. Don't think there's anything there. Maybe he appears on the injury report, but like he's going to play in the game, something like that. Not a whole Extra lot else. Rest, I think, like, obviously too. Like, yeah. Not a whole lot else like big going on, I, I feel like. For the Niners, the Ravens, I believe, and I, I get the members of their secondary confused sometimes. They did lose one of their safeties, I think, during the game, and he didn't return. And, like, may, may, again, like, they've kind of had guys in and out of the lineup. Also, Ronnie Stanley, their tackle, who was playing with, like, a significant injury anyway, um, you know, like, aggravated in the game or whatever. So, like, it seems like the Ravens, I guess, like, the, the point of this seems like the Ravens are more likely to have a negative injury report than the Niners are. And if that's true, then the number is more likely to go up than it is to go down. Now, my initial premise can be wrong and the Niners injury report can be worse than I think but like if you agree with that statement then you have to agree that the number is probably more likely to go up than go down so I guess if you like the Niners ASAP would be the answer to the question probably right and I I like to kind of like take this down to the wire no kind of know when lines are likely to move on injury stuff and and wait it out a little bit just to like think about it and and talk to other people and see what they think but yeah like I you know, maybe it maybe it goes down. You also don't lose a lot. Like four and a half and five and a half are very close to the same number, just to be honest. And six is way different. So I I, I think the Niners are. I, my opinion is I would expect them to win this game by margin because I think they are like by not even close by far the best team in the league. And I think they're a historically good team when everyone's healthy. Uh Staley, uh, Stanley, excuse me, I've got Brandon Staley on the brain. Uh, Ronnie Stanley in concussion protocol. For the Ravens, Marcus Williams left last, that's the safety you alluded to, left last night's game with a groin injury. John Harbaugh calling Marcus Williams day-to-day. I think, like, the expectation should be based off that, that he'll end up playing next Monday night. But Stanley seems to be in doubt. And again, like, think about it. 
he, he's going to have to try and protect Lamar from Nick Bosa. Like, you want Ronnie Stanley in this game if you're betting the Baltimore Ravens or you like Baltimore. Yeah. Um, so, also, based on also, that how answer. Many, how, many, how many yards are they going to have on the ground in this game? No Mitchell. They have a trouble running the ball anyway without him. They're going to be in third and eight every possession in this game. And maybe Lamar's so good it doesn't matter. Bull rabbits out of hats did that last night a bunch of times. For as much as, like, Tariko and Collinsworth were obsessed with him last night, not like they lit up the scoreboard. Not like they scored a ton in the game. Like, yeah, he made the two individually, ama- one really amazing play that Collinsworth wanted to see 50 replays of. Um, even though I feel like we see Mahomes do that literally every single week. But, like, Lamar's awesome. Just, like, I worry about... Like, he's going to be in some rough situation. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball at all. Because they usually don't. And without Keaton Mitchell, they usually don't. So, like, and their offensive line's hurt. How's this How's this going to go against this defensive? Maybe the Niners secondary is super vulnerable. Maybe Lamar can create plays and generate explosive plays by extending them. He definitely does it before. But, like, he has to do that. Has to. And on the flip side, like, I think the Niners can literally score. I think they can run up the score on every team that they play. I don't even care who the defenses are. I don't think it matters. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bet some San Francisco like tonight. I, I want to capture this while it's below six and then can like readdress and like may, maybe Baltimore gets bet, whatever. But like to your point, it's going to go from five and F. Like it's never going to four, barring like some kind of like insane yeah. Niners injury. So well, you lose nothing basically. I'm going to bet San Francisco now. I, I'd like to capture this while it's still below below six. Sure. Um, all right. Let's talk MVP. Totally cool yeah. if this carries over into the next segment. Uh, Purdy minus 200. Lamar plus 500. If you'd like to reiterate earlier thoughts, obviously we can do that here as well. Allen is 10 to 1. Dak is 6. Jalen Hurts is 11, whatever. Christian McCaffrey is 12. We're noting Brock Purdy did say after the game he thinks McCaffrey should be MVP. You got a funny tweet. That's what an MVP MVP would say. Brock Purdy. Uh, That was a good response on that one. Yeah. What do you, uh, so it's like, what do you think here? Because I think like some people are under the impression that this is like, Winner wins MVP next Monday night. Like, is that that's or that it's over already? Or that Purdy's like won already? Won, correct. Yeah. Um. So I, I'll you know again for the record, bet Dak forty went to two, got a ton of equity three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Bet Brock Purdy to win. Said he was the safest candidate. Said it was the easiest case. To, so like, I'm gonna do a bunch of stuff the next day. Like. This is where, like, I, if he wins, I told you I didn't want to lose money if he won. It was the safest case to make. Thought his price was really likely to drop. I've been right about all that stuff so far, by the way, whether he wins or not. So, like, kind of have some idea what I'm talking about here. Can we just start there for every Purdy fanboy, like, gets really mad about this? Just, I think it's the most interesting thing about this, by far, is, like, whatever you think, the person listening about who should win, we all have our opinions about who should win. Most people listening probably think Purdy should win. A lot of people on Twitter certainly think he should win. That's great. None of you vote. And I don't vote either. And Nick doesn't vote. And I'm just saying it's really interesting that a guy who's, again, like I'm going to compliment him. He's the best quarterback this year on the best team in the league. And he's number one in every single stat that matters, basically. I'm, I think it's interesting. You would think someone with that profile, this wouldn't even be a discussion. You would think, like, imagine if Mahomes had those numbers or Josh Allen had those numbers. The minus 10,000, there would be no discussion. We wouldn't even be talking about it today. It'd be over. And yet, despite that, all people who vote, people who write about it, who have votes confirmed, everyone's saying the same thing. Wow, it's really wide open right now. A lot of guys who can win. What? That should set off huge alarm bells for you. Whether you bet Brock Purdy or not, 
how how are we in this what a remarkable interesting situation this could potentially be imagine someone who's number one at everything and the best player on the best team this year and the discussion is wow it's wide open right now and i like i'll we'll prove it we got the receipts after the break like i i think this is still really interesting even if you think it shouldn't be and i think it should be more on most valuable player coming up next and we'll start rolling out our bets for tonight in the nba and the nhl our nfl bets coming up 25 minutes from now Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Roll it up, Jake. And then our bets for Monday Night Football with the Eagles and the Seahawks, where we know now Jalen Hurts will start a quarterback for Philly. We think Drew Locke will start a quarterback for Seattle. That is coming up next segment on the show, the Eagles and the Seahawks. But for now, uh, we started the conversation on NFL Most Valuable Player in the last segment as we broke down the uh, the Niners and Ravens game on Christmas night. Both Ken and I like San Francisco in the game. I'm going to look to bet it today, and I want to lay five and a half. I want to get a number below six with San Francisco for the game on Monday night. And Ken, you started to go through kind of like the permutations for most valuable player now where Brock Purdy's minus 200, Lamar Jackson is plus 500. Uh, You said you had a bunch of thoughts on this award. Kind of lay them on us here and lay them on our audience. Yeah, just to close last segment, just explain again like what my position is. Um, uh, Heavy on Dak, bought Brock Purdy as a break-even hedge at 350 a couple weeks ago. Uh, added Tyreek Hill as another winner. And again, like when you bet and do the math, like when you bet 40 to one and it becomes two to one, like you do get a lot of equity. Like I can pull the ripcord and bet anybody I want the rest of the time, by the way. So it's like, yeah, like I, it sucks that Dak lost and I maybe I should have added more Brock Purdy. I That could totally end up being a mistake the way this is going to play out. But just like, I I don't know if we're done and I can't believe I'm saying that, honestly. And so what I said last segment was, if you took any star quarterback... And then you had them as the be- as the quarterback on the best team in the league that everybody agrees is the best team in the league. And he's number one in every single b- basic stat almost. He and Dak are really close in like yards and touchdowns, but you get the idea. And every advanced metric, one, 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 one. Um, normally, this would be a total non-discussion. And I think that's why the people who bet him and advocate for him can't believe it is one, right? Because it's like, well, what, like, what are you guys talking about? Like, he's, one in, he's first in everything. Great. Like, we don't vote. I just, it's really interesting to me. Tariko and Collinsworth, and again, like, the thing to know about the voter, it's not that, like, this is, and Nick, you could probably add more color to this than anybody, just as having worked in the NFL for so long. Like, explain to people, like, so 50 people vote for awards, by the way. Uh, There are 50 voters. Give people an idea of, like, what the voter is like. Like, what do they do? Who are they? Without, like, not names, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so I I think, like, there's... It's a real, it's a, it's a really loaded question because I know a lot sure. of these people as, be, as best as you can things. answer it without like, without giving away what you don't want to give away. Right. I, I, so I would say that if you're out there and you're 
like you bet on awards and you like the show and you like the way that like we talk about all this stuff and like you, you, you tail Ken on a lot of these awards thoughts. Um, I think you are making a mistake if you think the people voting think about things the way that we do and the way that you do. It's not what this is. It just isn't what this is. You've got longtime NFL beat writers. You have radio hosts. You have radio executives. It's ba across, you have just sports sports executives. Period. In radio and television, that vote on that vote on awards here. So this is not like you know, listen. You have some people like Aaron Schatz, right? Who are like you know fairly analytically right. driven. I think Absolutely. that is that is the exception to the rule. I would say that um, that the majority of MVP voters are more like yell at cloud style style. Uh, Analysts, I would say, is probably the right term. And candidly, candidly, not all of them, and I and I know most of these people, and I like almost all of them, they are, like, not actually, not all of them are actually even NFL analysts. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that was a great answer, by the way. And I, I don't ask you that to set up, like, so Purdy's not going to win. Uh, I think he is the most likely winner. I think there's a pretty good chance case. he's going to win the award. I think, I, I I think said, to a right? certain extent it does. They're the best team. He's the quarterback. You don't need to know EPA to know that. Like it just, if this all holds, I think he's the most likely winner for sure. But again, like if this was like Mahomes, Josh Allen, whatever, it would be like, it's just done. Like it's just over. It's already done. <laughs> and they're going to win the two games after this, by the way, too. Almost certainly. They play Washington, I think, in the second to last week of the season. And they play the Rams in the last week. And I guess the thing in that game will be, will the Niners play anybody? Do they need the game? The Rams are going to need the game desperately. It'll be, that's kind of interesting. It's not not for the award, just kind of interesting in terms of, like, the points spread. Does anybody play? Like, if Purdy's great for two weeks, he doesn't have to play in that game to win the award. So I think he's the most likely winner. But again, like... Aaron Schatz is the most of the 50 voters. He's probably the most metric inclined, analytically inclined. He goes on Gil Alexander's show last week on VEASAN and says if Josh Allen runs the table, he'd vote for him for MVP. That's the guy who should be like, well, Purdy's number one in EPA and Purdy's this. And he even explains like in DVOA and he gave a bunch of other interviews, including to the New York Post, where he basically says like, look, like Jimmy Garoppolo was like number one in DVOA last year. I have to consider the idea that the system is designed to produce really good quarterbacks. It's like a very thoughtful answer to the question. And it's not that he any again, you could be like, well, that was before this past week's games. Totally fair point. Just like no one was out there saying like Purdy and that's it. And if anybody else had those numbers. That's what we'd be saying. Uh, Peter King votes, writes Football Morning in America every morning, has a vote. Uh, his exact quote this morning on Most Valuable Player. Again, just like, I I think Purdy's going to win. How do you not read? From his column, quote, I think in regards to the MVP, and this is this morning after all the games, I am clueless. Glad I've got three weeks to shake out the vote. Lamar is involved now in a big way. Again, like, just listen. I, Tariko and I, Collinsworth are doing the game last night. They talk about MVP at the end of the game. Tariko's quote is, I don't know who the best player is between Purdy and McCaffrey. Collinsworth bails out by saying Mahomes is an MVP right now. Again, like, just listen to all this. Doesn't seem like it's a, just a little shaky. It can't just be, it's like, can't just be a little shaky. I get it. Like, you're you're at home. You You pay attention to football. How can it not be Brock Purdy? I'm just telling you, like, it's just an interesting conversation right now. I can't remember a situation like this. It should be done. And yet the people who make the decision are telling you it's not done. And if they're going to say that, 
then damn it, I have to listen to them. <laughs> like, I, who cares that I think Purdy should win? Who cares that you think Purdy should win? Who cares that anybody thinks it? It's time to start listening, okay? And maybe a couple, maybe they beat Baltimore and it's like, everyone's like, you know what? No big deal, Purdy wins. Could totally see that happening. We like San Francisco in the game. Then Purdy probably wins MVP, I guess. Just like I'm a little more open-minded because the people who actually make the decision are open-minded. And the people who actually make the decision are not certain. And so, like, if they're not certain, I can't be certain. That's all I'm saying. I'm just not certain. And everybody else is like, how could you not be certain? I'm not certain because they're telling me they're not certain. Should I, should I do, like, a straw poll and message to, like, all the MVP voters I know what they're thinking? Well, you told me you texted one, and you don't have to say anything about I, who it I, is. You I, I texted say, a Do you want to say what they said? Purdy. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, but like, there's, I get there's it. time left, obviously, especially off of there's, yesterday. There, I mean, what's the answer going to be after right. yesterday? Dak, like, of course the answer is Purdy after yesterday. Yeah, and I would say that with McCaffrey, offensive player of the year too, by the way. It seems like impossible both of them aren't going to win right at this exact moment. And I, if you held the vote right now, they probably both would win, maybe by a lot. Um, I don't know. But McCaffrey would probably likely, win offensive right? player of the year. Purdy's more likely, I think. I, I guess. But like this is this can still get really weird. Why do people think the season's over? Why do people think that? The following games have yet to take place. Baltimore, San Francisco, Dallas, Miami, Dallas, Detroit. All have not Miami, Buffalo. All have not happened. Nope, done. Pause it. Stop the season right now. No one else can win anything. It's all done. It's all done. Really? Two weeks ago, all of you would have voted for different people for all of these. Really? We can't just like play out the games and be open-minded for stuff? Like, come on, guys. You know? Like, you miss an opportunity if you do that. You may want to bail out of your Brock position in a couple weeks. You better be thinking about it. Like, I'm, I wouldn't bail right now, yet. Like, I would at least not bail out till the end of the week. But like, you gotta think about it at some point. Get through the, like, again, Josh Allen's going win-win. Like, it's happening. So like, if you want to get ahead of this thing, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> like, I just, you know, like, I just, again, like, I don't even have a dog in the fight anymore. Like, my dog's Dak. What the hell do I care about, like, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and stuff? I'm just telling you, like, I'll listen, I try to listen to as much stuff as possible. I try to read as much stuff as possible. You can think it's a done deal. I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. Let, and I think it's okay to let, not be sure. Let me ask a, let me ask a, it's probably a stupid question, but whatever. And then we'll, uh, we'll start with our bets for tonight. And Ken and I, again, off tomorrow. We'll be back on Wednesday, and we'll do a lot more of all of this as we lead up to Week 16. Sure. Let's just say the Niners nuke down the stretch. They blow out Baltimore. Yeah. They win the last two games in blowout fashion. They are your one seed in the NFC, whatever. And Christian McCaffrey is, like, singularly great in these games. Especially this it. game. The other two I Especially. don't think matter as much. Because, like, we don't even know if anybody's playing the last game of the season. So it's basically Fair. like this Baltimore game. Like, why do they win this Baltimore game? I think that's like a better entry point. So th this is probably like a question that is like the situation, the scenario will probably never unfold. If Christian McCaffrey wins NFL MVP, would Brock Purdy ever win Offensive Player of the Year? He's 80 to 1. I think it would almost certainly be the opposite way. Just the way the awards just design. like Brock wins MVP, McCaffrey wins. We, I mean, we even have smart former players. We have smart people on. We have people on who like admit McCaffrey and Tyree Killer great and just tell you like, but that's not the way the voting is going to go. Like that's just kind of what everybody. So like we can we can we can talk about McCaffrey, 
It's just, uh, I, I'll, well, I'll raise another interesting question, though. Let's say McCaffrey has like 200 yards. Purdy's efficient, same like kind of good Purdy we've seen, maybe not four touchdowns, but like McCaffrey's the star against Baltimore. It's ranked choice voting. They're not going to split a little bit that allows somebody else to win. They're not going to split at all. Really? They play on the same damn team. This is what I'm saying. Like, just can people just be open? Like, you're holding Purdy. I think you're good. I really, I actually think you're good. I think he's going to win. I think. But it shouldn't even be, I think, right? It should be just like, you're good. And it's just not. <laughs> just I'm just telling you, like, it's just, we're not there yet. And here's the, here's the really stupid, like, we like San Francisco in the game. So we expect this to play out in a way where Purdy wins. And like, I get my money back. I'll see you next year, whatever. What if Baltimore wins? Now people would be like, well, Lamar, I don't think that's where we're going at all. I think that's how Josh Allen wins is the Ravens win. And Allen goes win, win, win. And it's really close. And that's how Allen wins. Oh, by the way, he'd be like, well, but like the Niners are favored. This isn't the Arizona walkover. We like the Niners. We can be wrong. The point spreads five and a half. Like we can definitely be wrong. I just, um, a lot of people are like really mad when you try to say it's not going to be Purdy. And I would just say like, I, if I had a vote, I would vote for Purdy for MVP. I think if Nick had a vote, he'd vote for Purdy for MVP. That we don't vote. And all I'm trying to do the solving this problem is figuring out what the voters are going to do. I think they are likely to vote for Purdy. But I at least think the price like represents that. I don't think this is like 200 and it should be 10,000. Well, we'll talk about this more coming up later in the week. And that concludes basically got through every single game. Shout out to us. Got through a ton of games today here. Uh, yeah. Magnificent Football Monday here for Week 16 in the NFL. You muted yourself accidentally, I think. Unless I turned off the volume on my headphones. I can't hear Ken. I think your microphone's unplugged. Yeah, something's up with Ken. So for now, let's get the bets to steal. Worst comes to worst, I'll give my bets. Ken can type his, whatever, and we'll get this fixed as we approach the end of the segment. It's time for Nick and Ken's Hockey Bets. Drop the puck. It's Bets of Steel. Jake, drop the puck twice for both of Ken Barkley's technical issues on the show today. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. All right. Kenny, do we have you? Well, don't take Ken on camera yet. Ken's trying to fix his microphone. I'll give my best for Why don't I just tell you the best that I like for tonight in the National Hockey League? I'm going to be playing two dogs tonight in the NHL, and we'll see how this goes. Uh, I kind of like I like the prices for both of these, and I like the bets on both of these. Um, assuming that uh, my next-door neighbor, Joey... Joey Decord. Assuming Joey Decord will start tonight for the Seattle Kraken. He's expected to play tonight for Seattle on the road at the Dallas Stars. With an Ottinger's out right now for a little bit for Dallas. Scott Wedgwood will start tonight. Seattle is playing well, and Joey Decord specifically is playing very well for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, I'll I'll play the Kraken tonight. Give me Seattle here at a uh, at a pretty decent price, and I'm bringing up the market just to tell you what it is because I haven't looked in a little bit. Seattle right now is plus 155. Give me the Kraken on the road in Dallas. And then uh, Montreal and Winnipeg. 
Oh, I'm actually, I'm off this now. I only have one bet then for tonight because I thought uh, Montembeau was going to start for Montreal. Instead, it is Jake Allen going for the Montreal Canadiens against Connor Hellebuck. So no bet for me in that game. I was going to bet Montreal if uh, Montembeau were starting. I also was going to have interest in Anaheim tonight, assuming John Gibson would start. He shut down the Devils yesterday. Anaheim blew the Devils out yesterday on the road. So only one play for me tonight. I'll play the Seattle Kraken on the money line. So Ken, we'll get Ken's microphone issue straightened out for the next segment. Worst comes to worst, we'll call him on the phone to get his bets. We'll find out what Ken likes for the National Hockey League for tonight. We will get NBA best of the best, side total and props in the association, and we'll give you all our bets for the Eagles and the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. And uh, you get a same-game parlay boost right now from the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. We will give you a same-game parlay as well for Philly and Seattle coming up next to wrap up the magnificent Football Monday edition of the show. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Pulled himself out like he couldn't move with the groin injury. So maybe this is some optimism Geno's going to play. We'll know in the next couple minutes whether or not Geno Smith is playing when the actives and inactives come out. We'll bring that to you. But just like stay tuned here because we're going to have some news coming up one way or the other on Monday Night Football. We got Ken's microphone situation straightened away. Ken, what are your hockey bets for tonight? Uh, they're not a lot, so we can go really fast. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think you said you liked Seattle maybe against Dallas yep. at like a big price in the last segment. I kind of agree with that. Uh, mostly I just like the Penguins and I like that they're getting betting against cause Jari's not playing. And I like that you get them off a performance where they get absolutely dumped trucked by Toronto. Now they play a home game against Minnesota, basically in like a pick em kind of a market. Uh, Pittsburgh is the only other bet I like tonight. All right, so Pittsburgh and Seattle. Ken's bets in the NHL. I'll just be on Seattle tonight on the money line at a big price. Okay, those are hockey bets. Now let's get to the NBA. Best of the best. Nick and Ken have been in the betting gym doing spreadsheet curls and prop lifts, getting ready for their biggest opponent yet. The NBA. And thanks to their training, they're now ready. Good martial artist does not become. Good job by Jake, like reacting in the moment there. I mean that seriously. Ian Rappaport just tweeted, Geno Smith is playing tonight and, and indicates that it's right. a, like a big surprise. So Gino's starting. Just wanted to the break market, into the show with that news. As, as And obviously, like, the market was ahead of this news. We were talking in the break last segment, like, why is this down to four in the game? And I we both said, like, if Gino's playing, that's going to be the number. I wonder if he's playing. So shock, shocker, like, betting market slightly early on stuff. Uh, so market for the game is, well, we'll get an update. Why don't we do NBA? Why don't we get back to NBA and we'll do a market update in a few minutes? Uh, I don't think there's nothing that I want to rush to bet based off that information. I'll just say that. There's uh, it's Mariota and Locke going, and now we've actually got the real good game here with Jalen Hurts and Geno Smith. So it's not going to be the backup quarterback bolts, and it looks like we're going to have both starters, Jalen Hurts and uh, and Geno Smith, obviously in a massive game for both teams. And like Seattle, like maybe like the playoffs on the line here at six and seven. Philly right now a four point favor, total of forty five. If we get any other news, we'll bring it to you here. But our bets will come up a little later. Jake, just bring the best of the best music up here. We don't have to replay all the imaging. And can uh, start telling us what you like for tonight in the association, whether it be a side, whether it be a total, whether it be props bit of a minefield tonight a lot of big point spreads in the nba yeah absolutely uh a couple spreads that i like and one might be surprising to people 
Uh, one is not. I, I really like the Timberwolves tonight against the Heat. Edwards and McDaniels are now declared in. Uh, the Heat are getting a number of players back from injury or are going to have a more full lineup, which hurts Nick's feelings because he wants to bet Hakez. Hero and Bam Adebayo are both going to play tonight, which is creating a small number. Uh, the Heat could have Alonzo Mourning, every great member of their team historically. Uh, the Timberwolves are one of the best three teams in the league. There's no way it's one and a half on the road. Miami, a place with Zippo home field, home court advantage too. So I uh, really like Minnesota. Now the hope, hope Edwards head is in the game. Uh, hope, uh, hope Minnesota gives you a good performance. I really like them. Uh, I like Houston. Cavs gave you, I think, a dead cat bounce with Garland and Mobley out. One in their last game, first game without both those players. I don't think that's what's going to happen in most of the games going forward. Houston plus four. Not great on the road. Played last night. Young team. I think that's fine. It's a big number uh, for that kind of a game. So Houston plus four. And then my last one. This is a terrible situation for the Clippers, who are about to go on the road, have won a billion games in a row. Halliburton's playing tonight. Um, it's out to like four, three and a half. It's just like a bad setup. The Pacers are off a couple terrible losses. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if it's a one possession game at least or Indiana wins. So I love the Clippers. I love them this season. I don't like this price and I don't like this game. Uh, I'll take Indiana along with Houston and along with Minnesota. Okay, we've got uh, actives and inactives are out. Jalen Hurts is officially active. He will go tonight. I know there were a lot of people that were like, is Rashad Penny going to? This is not a bit. Is Rashad Penny going to be active tonight against his former team? He is not. He is inactive tonight for the Philadelphia Eagles, for people that were interested in playing any Penny, like any time touchdown props. I might have been interested if he were active. He is not going to be active in the game. Uh, can you make a hell of a case for Minnesota? Good enough for me. I'll bet the Timberwolves tonight. A couple of prop thoughts. Um, look, for the people out there that have ridden with me on this magical Jaime Jaquez adventure, which has basically been just like us winning a truckload of money, Paying for all my Christmas gifts. Shout out to Jaime Hawkins and the Miami Heat. Tyler Hero returns to the lineup tonight. Bam Adebayo is back tonight for Miami. But guess what? Assuming, and like, Hawkins never starts, so his numbers usually aren't posted at this time. When they get posted, if like it's been adjusted down, and like, I would think it would be. He had been for context 14 and a half the last couple games. I, my guess is it'll be lower. I'm almost certainly going to play it over at least one more one more time tonight, and we'll see how it goes. So Jaime Jaquez overs for me. Uh, Charlotte is going to be down a bunch of players tonight. The Hornets, they are... Uh, miss, I'm, I'm getting the injury information here. They're on the road in Toronto. Miles Bridges is out. Like, literally, like, his passport was not, like, cleared by by uh, by customs. Gordon Hayward is out. Uh, I think this is a Terry Rozier smash spot. I don't know who else on Charlotte's going to be scoring and like then make it passing the ball. Rozier points plus assists overs. Terry Rozier over points plus assists. And assuming that we get Anthony Davis playing tonight for the LA Lakers, I think he's going to absolutely nuke the Knicks. So Mitchell Robinson is out. Jericho Sims is starting and uh, Isaiah Hartenstein plays as well. We saw Zubots absolutely crush them the other night for the Clippers. Like they lose a lot with Mitchell Robinson out, especially defensively. I think they're going to have a hard time against opposing centers for the couple months until Mitchell Robinson's back. So when Anthony Davis is cleared and he plays tonight, Anthony Davis points overs. And for what it's worth, um, I asked Rick Camp what he thought about Patrick Williams over. So he's been scored double did in double figures nine of his last 12 games coming off a 25-point performance. Rick did not like the bet, so I think I'm scared off of betting him because, you know, I like I like when, when others like my stuff. But uh, I had been considering playing Patrick Williams overs for whatever that's worth tonight. Ten and a half points tonight on the road at the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Ken, anything else stand out with you in the NBA or we want to go to uh, to Monday Night Football? 
no, we can go to Monday. I did so much injury stuff. I don't really have anything else good to say. I'm, I'm looking up a bunch of stuff on my phone right now. The uh, the updated market on Monday Night Football is is pretty interesting. Three and a half is basically everywhere. That's like what we're at I, right now. So. I, I honestly like I I think this I think it's going to close three with Gino okay. playing now. Uh, okay. Go ahead and drop the best beat, guys. All right, we want everybody to check out BetMGM's on the seventh day of parlays. Seven days of parlays. Every day from now until Sunday, Christmas Eve, you'll receive a different parlay boost token. Head to the promotions page at BetMGM to claim your prize. On day one of the seven days of parlays, you get an NFL same-game parlay boost. I'd like the song a hell of a lot more if, like, if instead of, like, uh, turtle doves, I'd rather have an NFL same-game parlay boost. Download the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com. Happy holidays from BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. All right, Ken, side and total conversation, then we'll get to the Prop King, and we'll throw you an SGP as well for tonight. Uh, at BetMGM, it's still four. Eagles minus four, total 45, but we would expect, like, BetMGM would be in concordance with everybody else who's going to three and a half, so maybe we'll see that at some point at BetMGM. Ken, thoughts on side and total? Hurts playing, Geno playing for Philly and Seattle, respectively. I was expecting to have absolutely no bets on the game, and now that might change. Uh, if we see a three and you're right on the Eagles in the next hour and 20 minutes, I will bet it. Uh, normal size bet, like would like that very much. Three and a half is like kind of a tough number to bet the Eagles on, but I would never bet Seattle now with these types of numbers. Obviously, both teams like super desperate. They both lost a ton going into the game. Both needed desperately. Quarterbacks don't know what you're going to get from either one, probably. Um, three on the Eagles is awesome three and a half maybe for a couple bucks uh that's a lot better than i thought going in where i thought i wouldn't have any bets on the game we we gotta like get through a lot here so like i'm gonna I, i'm trying to parse through this in real time i why is the total not going up is it like thought that gino might have exit the game hurts is sick where what are M we at right MGM, now? mgm is just not moving 46 and a half most places great i i, I think it's still good like with these two and like okay. Devin Witherspoon's out tonight and Jamal Adams is out tonight. Darius Slay is out. The Eagles have made a switch at defensive play caller. Matt Patricia's calling the plays now, replacing Sean Desai as the defensive play caller. I I, I think the over is way good here, but it's going to be under 47. So under 47, meaning 46 and a half, play the over. I like the over in the game. And like BetMGM right now is your place to play the over if you agree with me with both starting quarterbacks playing and both opposing secondaries banged up. Uh, I'll just stick with the over and like maybe live bet the side of the game. Uh, Ken, let's uh, let's build an SGP. You know what? We'll do it with the Prop King music here. Um, bring just bring the music up, Jake. I don't want to do the full the full thing. Let's save time. Um, so I'll give like the yardage prop that I like here, Ken. But let's you and I construct the same game parlay in honor of BetMGM's seven days of parlays. What would you like to have in the same game parlay? Uh, Eagles to win at a reduced price now, and. Like you mentioned, both secondaries are banged up, but I, I think the Eagles have in every game a tremendous advantage at the line of scrimmage. I don't think this is any different um, in these kind of games against like teams that are less talented than them. DeAndre Swift run the ball. This is something they got away from a little bit. Uh, Swift over, and then we could add in some Seahawks stuff if you want, based on with Gino playing. Especially, we could add in some different stuff. Uh, so, so what we have Eagles money line, and we have DeAndre Swift yeah. over rushing yards right now. Yeah, I would like to add. Uh, I, so I, it's so funny now that Gino's playing. It's like I feel even better about this bet. So Jake, and like it's not listed right now at MG. Are any of the Seahawks listed right now? None of the Seahawks are listed. Everything's going to be a mess right now for people who are yeah. like, "Wow, you're coming down to the wire here." Well, we kind of had to wait for you know who's playing quarterback for both teams. And boy, glad we did. Yeah. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba was being lined earlier and today. Half. Okay, 
it was like 36 and a half like a couple hours ago <laughs> well the what, passing for, props for the seahawks are going to go up because yeah. dino's playing they're all going to go what's up. what's lockett and what's metcalf now lockett was 59 metcalf was 58 uh metcalf 49 64. And 58 excuse me okay metcalf 64 lockett 50 uh, I'll go with JSN. JSN runs almost all his routes out of the slot, and e the Eagles have been smashed this year by slot receivers. And like JSN is kind of percolating a little bit, so I'll play JSN over receiving yards can get added to the same game parlay. So the Prop Kings yardage play JSN over receiving yards and the same game parlay Eagles to win DeAndre Swift over rushing yards and JSN over receiving yards. Uh, I'll give out anytime touchdowns. I'll tweet them out before the shows before the uh, before the game starts. Right. The, the Markets have to, you know, on. reopen. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, Ken, enjoy. Uh, we're both off tomorrow. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Uh, sounds good. I'll have some more gibberish about MVP by then, I'm sure. PJ and Kate, tomorrow, be sure to check them out. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Until then, wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets. The absolute very best of luck. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus